Welcome to Put the Bee in Business, where we talk all things business, entrepreneurship, and how to be successful. Hey, 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 everyone. It's John, your um, Put the Bee in Business host. I'm sorry, I it's early. And so my voice sounds a little like morning voice, but I thought I would do this podcast for you guys real quick to start my day. So here we are. I wanted to talk about today, I've had a few requests to talk about my salon cosmetology experience. Um, so I'm just going to hop right in. And I started cosmetology honestly while I was in high school still because I worked at two different salons while I was in high school as a receptionist I was a receptionist during my sophomore year of high school and then I was a receptionist I'm trying to think during my senior year of high school I believe and then I was also a a receptionist while I was in cosmetology school at two different salons so in total I've technically worked at seven different salons, which is crazy, you guys, because I'm young and I would never have imagined that I've worked at that many places. But anyway, I went to cosmetology school in the year of 2019. My cosmetology school was a nine month program. So I went from January to May, had summer off and then went from August to December. I went to cosmetology school at Garden City Community College, so I did get those breaks just like all the other college students, which was nice because cosmetology school is a lot, you guys. My cosmetology school was 8 a.m. to 5.30, Monday through Friday, and pretty much every other Saturday from 8 to 4. So it was practically a full-time job in itself. I remember I definitely went through like four or five part-time jobs the entire time I was in school, which is crazy because obviously you're young, you're trying to keep a job because you need to make money. But at the same time, I was going through school, so not many jobs understood what my school schedule was like whenever I started. And then it just got crazy because they would offer like different days where you could stay late and get extra hours, which I was trying to graduate as early as possible. So I kind of hopped on those opportunities unless I absolutely had to work. So that was crazy. It seems like time flew by because nine months is honestly pretty fast. So I started in January of 2019 and graduated in December 2019. Uh, The crazy part about it is I knew what salon I was going to about two months before graduating. So I knew what salon I was going to probably towards the beginning of November. Um, and it was, a me- it was a big salon, lots of stylists. I can't even remember off the top of my head how many stylists there were, but it was crazy and it was booth rent. So to go from school to booth rent was definitely scary, but I still lived in my hometown. So I still had all my friends, family, 
and people that would support me, almost like a built-in clientele. So I wasn't that scared about it. I worked at that salon from January 4th of 2020 until the shutdown. So the shutdown was like, mm, I want to say the end of March, like March 20 something, if I remember correctly. Um, thank you, COVID. But um, <laughs> I worked there until the shutdown. Obviously, the shutdown happened and no one really knew what was going on. Like we didn't really know when we were going to reopen. We had a few salon meetings about what we were going to do when we got back to work. And honestly, you guys, it just seemed like a lot. Like I already have anxiety and stress enough that I just wasn't about it. Like I, we were shut down for two months at least And I ended up leaving that salon in April of that year, I believe. So I left the salon not really knowing where I was going, what I was going to do, or anything like that. So it was definitely a scary time in my life (laughs) because obviously I had to pay bills. I was planning on moving out before... The shutdown happened and it obviously didn't happen because the shutdown happened and I knew I wasn't making any money. I tried to do like little side hustle things like I would make facial kits and sell them to people and I would do like little Facebook classes that people could pay for and all that kind of stuff, but it wasn't anything that I could make a sustainable living on. And so I definitely did have a few clients that were very gracious and very amazing. They offered to prepay for services while I was on shutdown, lockdown pretty much. And so that was very nice. I helped my great grandma make face masks. Uh, She sold a lot of those. And so I definitely try to keep myself busy because if I didn't, then I probably would have went insane. But... The day I quit, another girl from that same salon quit as well. And so we were actually at the salon packing up our stuff together. Uh, We loaded up all of our stuff and I was about to leave and she hugged me and she said, I will probably be talking to you soon. And so that was like weird to me because I was like, okay, um, I guess I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) And so I went home, unpacked all my stuff, which you guys, all my stuff filled the spare bedroom at my great grandma's house. It was ridiculous. So I unloaded all my stuff and I just was kind of in shock. Like I quit my job. I didn't have anywhere to go back to after the shutdown. Obviously places weren't really hiring because of the shutdown. They didn't have any money coming in. And so it was like, what am I doing? Like, am I going to have to build a home salon? Am I going to have to start my own place? Like, or is a salon going to reach out to me? Like what's going to happen? So I was sitting there. I remember I was watching TV in the living room that night and all of a sudden I get a text from one of my really good friends from the salon. Uh, we, 
worked Mondays together every Monday. And so it was just us two in the salon. And so we had really bonded and she texted me and she said, Hey, me and this other girl, I'm just keeping names out of it because it's really honestly no one's business. Um, but she texted me and said, Hey, me and this other girl, um, would really like to talk to you. Do you have a minute? And so I was like, sure. Um, in my brain, I didn't really have any idea what was going on, what we were going to talk about, anything like that. So she ended up calling me and then she got the other girl on the call as well. And pretty much they were planning on opening a salon and they wanted me, they wanted to know if I would want to be a part of it. I, it was scary, but I said yes. (laughs) And I had my own spa room. So whenever I started at that salon, I had my own spa room, which was amazing. You guys, I got to offer facials. I got to do whatever I wanted in that room. I got to do my own retail. I, it was just such a good experience for my clients and I absolutely loved it. I, we opened that salon the day that's, well, no, the week after actually the salons could open back up in Kansas. And so I worked at that salon and I absolutely loved it. I worked at that salon with three other girls and it was just so nice because it was like that small salon vibe, but like very like almost high class. Like we definitely tried to give our clients the best experience they could possibly have. And I would do hair about two times a month. Well, at the beginning, whenever we first opened, I did hair more often. I, uh, because I was building up my facial and spa clientele. So I would do hair pretty often at the beginning. Well, then as time went on, I kind of cut down my schedule because I could, because I was self-employed. This salon was booth rent as well. And so I cut down my schedule and I only did hair on the floor two times a month. So it was every other Saturday and I did spa full time. So that was cool. I worked there and absolutely loved it for almost a year. I then met my boyfriend in October of last year And it was honestly kind of one of those things that I just kind of knew, like, I knew things were going to go good. Um, It just all felt right. And so I had told my best friend, I'm like, what if I moved to Missouri? (laughs) And she was like, I mean, I want you to be happy and you, it's honestly one of those situations that you genuinely cannot care what anyone else thinks. So it took me a while before I honestly told anyone. Uh, one of the first people I told was my mom, of course, and then my great grandma. Then it kind of went out to everyone in my family. (laughs) And finally, it was one of those things where I was like, I have to tell the girls, like, I'm leaving in April. And I just have to tell the girls. So originally I had planned to move 
in August of 2021. And I things just kind of went very fast and we were both annoyed with driving back and forth because it was like an eight hour drive. We were both annoyed with driving back and forth. And so I was like, you know, maybe I'll just move early and we can find an apartment and like he works nights, I work days. So it's not like we would see each other a whole lot anyway. So it was a nice transition. And so I was like, okay, I need to tell the girls. So I called the other two girls on the same night and they were both very supportive, super excited for me, all that kind of stuff, which was very nice. And I was honestly so sad leaving that salon, you guys, because I helped put that together. Like, that's a big deal. But I called both of them on the same night. They were both super supportive. And I told them that I was moving in April. So I had to reach out to all my clients, tell them, and you guys, those last two weeks of me at the salon were literally the busiest I had been since I started working there because all of my clients were trying to get in with me before I left. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. But I left on April April 4th, I believe, of 2021, and I ended up moving to Missouri on April 10th. So I... Moved to Missouri, didn't have a job, had no idea if I was going to stay as a cosmetologist. I didn't know if I was going to find an office job. I honestly had no idea what I was doing, you guys. And so I stayed home and worked my pink zebra business, which you guys will hear my story on that in a future podcast. But I worked my pink zebra business for about four weeks And I saw on Facebook, there was an opening for a salon position in a town that's like 40 minutes away from here. So at the time, I was thinking that I would go back to school and become a cosmetology instructor because I've always wanted to be an educator for hair. I've always wanted to teach people how to do hair, different techniques, and honestly just help people be successful which is another reason I have this podcast. So I just kind of went there to interview because I was like, you know, it doesn't hurt. Like I can talk to her, see what she can offer me, all this kind of stuff, and we can go from there. So I went there, I interviewed, and honestly going in, I only wanted to be part-time because I wanted to go back to school, which the more that I think about it, I'm glad I didn't do that because... from the school to the salon would be an hour drive. And I think I would get so worn out from that. Like, there's no way. But I interviewed with her and she pretty much told me it's a commission-based salon and she wanted me to be there full-time just to start. Like, for two months, if I didn't like it after the two months, then I could leave and go back to school. Um, And so I was like, okay, deal. So I started there full time, like a week later. I, at that time, was the only hairstylist there because some, I guess some things happened with the other two stylists and they left. So I was the only hairstylist, which honestly kind of worked out in my favor, you guys, because 
I got all of that clientele. Like my books, the first two weeks of me working there were like back to back clients because I was literally shoving everyone in, in every little crevice I could. And it was just very crazy. And I met a lot of people very fast. And honestly, it hasn't stopped. I am now at that same commission salon. I am the salon manager, so I'm in charge of the hairstylists at that salon. Uh, The owner's a nail tech. I am in charge of hair inventory. I am also a hair extension specialist, so I do all types of hair extensions. I... Um, do stuff in our boutique because it's a salon and boutique. There's just so much that I do at that salon now, you guys. And honestly, that salon's been a blessing to me because it has honestly grown into something more than what I had initially went in to do because I was like, I don't even know if I want to be a cosmetologist anymore. I am honestly kind of tired of all the stress. I'm kind of tired of not really knowing what's walking in the door. Like, it's just a lot, you guys. And obviously, a commission salon, you can't really tell clients no because you actually work for the salon. You no longer work for yourself. So it's one of those things where, like, yes, we have an understanding on certain clients, like, no, that's not okay. But I have also set policies since I've worked there. Um, I've set a dress code. I've set different policies for our clients all that kind of stuff. We've actually switched color lines since I've been there. Just a lot of great things. And I'm honestly so grateful for that. But I am now trying to take the next step in cosmetology and become a hair extension educator. So I am working on that currently. I'm still working my Pink Zebra business, which like I said, you guys will hear more about that later. And I have planned an event for the salon that's this coming weekend. And it's just a lot, you guys. And I'm honestly kind of happy because it keeps me busy, um, keeps me from missing back home, which is nice because that was one of my other big worries whenever I moved was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get homesick, all that kind of stuff. But I honestly have not, you guys. I've not gotten homesick. And I think it is because I keep myself so busy. So I am so happy that I'm doing so much stuff that I don't even really think about it, you guys. But all in all, that is pretty much my salon story. If you guys have any questions about anything else about my cosmetology journey, please message me and we can or I can make another podcast about it so you guys can know more about it. Um, If you guys want like things I think should be taught in hair school that weren't or anything like that, I can definitely make that for you. But that is pretty much my cosmetology journey. Alrighty, guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week to Put the Bee in Business. I am going to try and record every Thursday night and upload every Thursday. There may be a few that come the day before or the day after, but 
generally I will post them every Thursday. Don't forget to follow me on social media at jd.beautybabes on Instagram and John Dylan Beauty Babes on Facebook. Thank you so much and hope to see you next time. Bye.